I'm Andy Viano, a staff writer at the Flathead Beacon, and today is Monday, March 23rd. This is the Beacon's daily update on the novel coronavirus, COVID-19, and its impact on the Flathead Valley. This podcast and all of the Beacon's free coverage is made possible by members of the Flathead Beacon Editors Club, who contribute as little as $5 per month to secure our future and show support for local independent journalism. To learn more or join today, visit beaconeditorsclub.com. On today's episode, I spoke via Skype with Explore Whitefish Executive Director Dylan Boyle, who oversees that town's convention and visitors bureau. It's the so-called shoulder season in northwest Montana, but summer is only months away and the Valley's economy is heavily dependent on tourist dollars that right now may not come. We talk about what he's seen so far in his office and what ideas Explore Whitefish has for weathering a downturn that is almost certainly coming and how they plan to bring visitors back to the region whenever the coronavirus pandemic passes. I'll be back at the end of the episode with the latest news on COVID-19, but until then, here's my conversation with Dylan Boyle, a conversation we begin by talking about when the realities of coronavirus first hit home for him and his colleagues. I would say definitely the last week has seen the most significant changes, really starting uh, with the closure of Whitefish Mountain Resort for the rest of the ski season. You know, obviously... As the travel and tourism industry goes, we're always monitoring economic factors, environmental factors. Usually for us, they tend to be wildfires. At least they have in recent years for us and in preparation for, you know, messaging and visitor impacts in that way. But in this case, as far as a a social variable, really when we're talking about safety and and health, it's certainly unprecedented uh, to us in terms of really trying to to manage that as such a significant variable, especially given the unknown timeframe of potentially how long that this could last. So I would say really in the, you know, in the last week, uh, things have, have completely changed for the travel and tourism industry here. I imagine some of the uh, the businesses that you work with, the hotels and, uh, you know, restaurants, bars, and others have, have been, in contact with you, what what's the general advice that you've given to to local people who have reached out to you and, and asked how do we weather this? Yes, indeed, a lot of communication with with the business community. Fortunately, we do have business resources that we are pointing folks to the city of Whitefish, as well as the Whitefish Community Foundation in particular, as well as from the state level at the Department of Commerce, where we've been pointing folks for more resources, whether they be local or statewide for business assistance, depending on really how long that this trend continues. As far as from a visitation perspective, certainly seeing a lot of cancellations is what the conversations have really been around, particularly from the, the lodging industry, not only in the in the time now for the last few weeks of the ski season, but really a lot of the concern is around what's going to happen for summer, given the real seasonal nature of our tourism industry, where the, the largest economic impact of the year really happens in that summertime, particularly that July and August time frame. And with our visitors canceling trips for that time frame uh, is really kind of where we could potentially see the largest impact more so just from a number of visitation and quantity of expenditure 
if we do reach that time frame uh, where we're seeing a significant decrease in visitation during the time of year when our businesses rely on that for a lot of their revenue to hold them through in their workforce through the whole year. So that's that's what we're what we're hearing. I'm wondering what to what level that visitation has already been affected in the summer. Do you have any uh, sort of context or, or idea for how big of an effect it's already had, even with summer still a couple months away here? It's really hard to quantify both immediate and particularly that far out. And I say that for talking about summer because it all depends on how long that travel restrictions. Um, so as of now, it's really difficult to quantify those impacts for summer. Uh, we have been seeing those cancellations. You know, with that said, is this trend going to last through the summer or will we get to a point where we then can be able to uh, recoup some of that lost visitation at some point in the summer? You know, I, I think it is so uncertain right now to be able to quantify that, particularly that far out that really we're we're really taking this a day at a time and a week at a time currently um, and obviously monitoring the situation. So it's uh, it's really hard to say kind of where where we're going to be in the summertime. What, to go kind of the other side, what is the advice that you are giving to visitors who are planning trips here or, or even larger organizations that have conventions or, or other large activities here in the summer? What have you told them if they've expressed directly to you some concerns? Absolutely. We published a letter both on our homepage on explorewhitefish.com as well as through our social media channels, particularly Facebook and Instagram at the end of last week, acknowledging those questions and concerns from, from our visitors or, as you mentioned, from meetings or groups. And it's really a message of, of safety and, and of empathy. As you know, tourism is one of the largest economic impacts to not only the Flathead Valley, but statewide, you know, statewide, you're talking about a $3.6 billion yearly industry. And here in the Flathead with $614 million of non-resident economic expenditures coming into the Valley for tourism, obviously, you know, visitation is so important to our economy. And for our visitors, they, they love seeing our our unique place. They love whitefish in the Flathead Valley. You know, year in, year out, we're seeing 70 to 80% of those visitors are repeat visitors. So they truly have a connection to, to this place. And so when we're talking to them, you know, we're thankful for supporting our town both in the past and, and hope that they will continue to do so. But really that messaging is around when the time is right. And unfortunately, now is not the time to visit Things will get better, and when they do, our messaging is we we will be here for our visitors. And really, when it comes to that, you know, again, it's it's you know a message of hope. Uh, please stay in place as per all of the guidelines that are that are currently out. We're talking and asking visitors to scroll through pictures of their previous visits here uh, to remember all those good times. You know, things like making a new checklist of trails to hike or sites to see when the time is appropriate. Uh, we also have published a list on the website of the businesses that are currently uh, in the status of restaurants and services. And so we're asking our our visitors, uh, obviously, who are not here currently, 
asking them to support our businesses in other ways. They can purchase gift cards for future use or reach out to those businesses directly on social media or leave a positive review for them or just positive messages. Or obviously for those that are here for our residents, you know, uh, having that list of the restaurants that are open for delivery and or pickup so we can help to support those businesses in this time. So um, although that messaging obviously is very visitor Focus. There's a lot within our community as well that we can use in that as well. And obviously, it's a it's a changing landscape. And you know, for us, we'll we'll continue to to share some photos and stories on our social channels to hopefully keep folks uh, entertained and particularly hopeful for for future trips and new memories. But as I mentioned, you know, now is is uh, unfortunately not the time to visit. But when it, when everything does become safe again to travel, Whitefish will be ready to welcome our visitors. I know that, as you sort of alluded to, that things are 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 changing quickly, and and right now, obviously, there's uh, uh, there's some common sense things that need to be done. What though, or, or have you and your staff even started discussing kind of how to ensure that that this does bounce back, that visitors do continue to come here, whether it's later this summer or next year? And, and I guess how confident are you uh, that's going to happen? Absolutely. I think that that's a great question. And we certainly are daily having having those conversations. And I, I think that uh, organizations like ourselves as a destination marketing organization, not only here, you know, in Whitefish, but really around Montana, uh, we're going to be relied upon as a significant economic development uh, organization to help boost visitation back uh, when the time is right. And certainly, um, you know, as of now, we've uh, suspended our spring advertising campaign postponed it currently in terms of uh, the call to action to actively visit right now. That said, we're lining that up and we'll have that ready for whenever the time is right to start that messaging again. Um, And certainly when it does, uh, we feel poised and and ready and and do feel that we will be able to, to have visitors come back and enjoy everything that we have to offer and spend those critical dollars that our, our community really, really relies on. So as you mentioned, Andy, you know, it is an, it's an ongoing conversation and changing landscape, but it's something that we're certainly poised and ready for and we're preparing for. I was going to ask you if there's any past event this can compare to, but I think you answered that question a little bit already talking about wildfires in past years and past summers. Are there lessons that you've learned from marketing after those events that have that have worked, that have helped people come back that, that you think, obviously it's a very different situation, but any of those lessons transferable to what the future would look like after coronavirus has passed? I think so. In, in the interim, so when those situations are occurring, I think is when we've learned, learned a lot from, uh, from the wildfire scenarios that we've had. And one thing that has come out of that really positively for us is focused on really while the situation is occurring is our communication. And we do have a crisis communication partnership with the city of Whitefish. So in in times of crisis, uh, such as now, uh, we do a great job of cooperatively messaging to our visitors and to our residents about the current status of what is going on and directing them to the most up-to-date resources possible, albeit it's different from a fire situation versus a safety perspective when you're talking about a a health health pandemic here. But I think we've learned some good lessons on communication um, and providing that up-to-date 
information um, so that there is a way for folks to be informed and also reassured that you know that information is 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 getting out there and that we are taking the situation seriously and you know what we have done in the past is after a significant fire season uh, we have received grant funds from the montana office of tourism business development for emergency marketing funds they had provided those in the in the past uh, to destination marketing organizations and that has certainly uh, been very helpful in in boosting some of our marketing efforts and really leveraging some of those dollars out there to try to uh, to get visitors to to come uh, particularly during those shoulder seasons after fire season but really for now it's going to be whenever the time is right for visitors to come is you know when we want to actively make sure that they're they're aware that we're here to welcome them Here's the latest news on the novel coronavirus COVID-19 as of 4.30 p.m. on Monday, March 23rd. 45 people have now tested positive for the coronavirus in Montana, according to state health officials. That includes two new cases in Flathead County, a woman in her 30s and a man in his 50s, bringing the county's total thus far to four. There have been 26 new cases reported in Montana since Friday. Four cases of coronavirus detected over the weekend in Gallatin County are believed to be the first four cases of community spread in Montana. According to county officials, the four people have no known exposure to someone with COVID-19 or a recent travel history outside of the state. The four patients do have mild symptoms and they have been isolated and any close contacts have been quarantined. The Chief Justice of the Montana Supreme Court on Monday asked local judges to consider releasing some inmates from jail in order to limit the spread of coronavirus. Chief Justice Mike McGrath asked judges to, quote, release without bond as many prisoners as you are able, especially those being held for nonviolent offenses. McGrath's suggestions come in the wake of outbreaks of COVID-19 in detention centers throughout the country including two detention officers in Yellowstone County who have tested positive. Closer to home, the Flathead County Sheriff's Office and Kalispell Police Department announced new protocols to limit exposure to the coronavirus for officers and the public. Those protocols include the Sheriff's Department announcing it will reduce the number of incidents they respond to, those where no crime has been committed and there is no safety or security concern. KPD said it would no longer unlock cars unless a child or animal is stuck inside the vehicle. And the Flathead County Detention Center has also temporarily ended in-person visits, although people can still visit their loved ones via video. For more information on these and other stories, visit flatheadbeacon.com, like us on Facebook, or follow us on Twitter. That's all for now. Thanks for listening.